Welcome everyone to another episode of Inclusion Europe Radio. Today I'm joined by Houston Vandergriff and his mom, Katie Vandergriff. Houston's story is so inspiring, I cannot wait to hear more about it. Ambitions. Right. Belonging. So welcome everybody to another episode of Inclusion Europe Radio. Today I am joined by Houston Vandergriff and his mother Katie. And uh, I, I think that Houston's story is so inspiring. But before we start, I'd like to learn a little bit more about Houston. Yes, I mean, I'm born in 1998. I mean, I'm not So. Yep, he was born in 1998. So that makes him 23 years old. He, he, his whole life has enjoyed taking pictures. That's lovely. So you're just two years younger than me then. Well, to be. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about your disability and describe to the people listening to us how it has affected your life? Oh, I didn't do it. I'm a wife. Say it's about, um, you can do anything. You can do anything? Yeah. Yeah. What, what is your disability? Do you have, you have Down syndrome? Yeah. Yeah. Houston has Down syndrome. And uh, for people that aren't familiar with that, that's an extra 21st chromosome. Uh, every human has 46 chromosomes that come from 23 from their mom and 23 from their dad. And then people that have Down syndrome have an extra 21st chromosome. So we um, like to think that Houston is the guy with something extra. Yes, that sounds, that sounds right. And uh, you said that you've always enjoyed taking pictures. So tell us a little bit more about your journey as a photographer. Well, I'm a friend and stuff. So it's just been a So yeah, we've got pictures in a Yep. Houston has always liked taking pictures of, you know, when he was little, we gave him a disposable camera. And then uh, see, he was a little bigger. We had a, a point and shoot camera. And then for high school, he got a, a very nice Nikon uh, digital camera. And uh, we got to looking at Houston's pictures. And, you know, some of them are really, really good. And so we started entering them in different competitions, submitting them different places. And he's won uh, Best Exotic Travel Picture in one competition. And in 2020, he won an International Photographer Award uh, that was given out in the United Kingdom. And so it's just been really cool to see his pictures kind of make an impact at, at different places. I, I think he has a, a view of the world that's very beautiful and sees the beauty in the world. And I think that's what comes out in his pictures. That is so lovely. And I've seen some of your work on your website and it's breathtaking. You must be so proud of him, Katie. Oh, I'm, I'm proud of you. Are you? I'm proud of me. It's real. You're proud of you too? It's right. No, there's M-E. M-E. And what's your favorite thing to take photos of? Uh, cities and people. Yeah. Cities and people? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably And flowers is stuff. Oh, so some flowers, <laughs> yeah. And flowers <laughs> um, Houston's photography with people is really kind of special because he um, makes people feel at ease. You know, usually when you hold up a camera, everybody kind of freezes and puts on a fake smile. Uh, but Houston is able to make people feel very comfortable, and that comes out in, in people pictures. He worked as an intern at the Oak Ridge National Lab, 
And anytime they would need a, a picture of a group of people, they'd send Houston to take the pictures because everybody just looked better, even in a corporate setting. It was kind of fun to have him. That's such a beautiful skill to have. And you've traveled a lot. And honestly, I'm so jealous because I, I thought that I have traveled quite a bit, but turns out I haven't compared to you. Um, and you've actually been to quite a few European countries. How did you like Europe? Well, it I mean, Argentina is good, yes. So, yeah. yeah, Houston's dad is doing work in the south of France, and that's really what has allowed us to be able to travel, um, is we're able to go there with him, and then we just use that as a springboard. We want to see everything. Uh, the European countries have so much history and art and culture that is way different from the United States, and so we really love to come, and Houston always brings his camera, and... Just you can't even begin to capture it, but that's kind of gives us an excuse to get to go see a lot of different places. One of the things with Houston and language is, you know, he, he actually is still in speech therapy uh, now. And with Down syndrome, the muscles around your mouth tend to be a little more lax. And so that makes speech more difficult. So language has never really stopped Houston, even in English. And so to interact with people from different languages is not a problem at all. It, 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 um, it, it, in yeah. Europe, yeah, he's able yeah. to communicate whether it's, you know, with someone in French or Italy <clears throat> or um, wherever. Wherever, yeah. And uh, he just can make friends wherever he goes. That's lovely. And I mean, Houston, you look like such a positive person. And I cannot imagine ever meeting somebody who wouldn't want to be your friend. <laughs> well, it is too fine. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Your photography, as I said, is amazing and you deserve all the recognition that you've received. So um, in general, do you think that people with disabilities have to work extra hard to achieve their goals because of the stereotypes that exist in society? Yes. Have you experienced that? No, yeah. Yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Um, I, I think you know the answer to that is definitely yes. People see either a... a, a visual cues or, you know, kind of see a label and then they, they have a mental bar on what they expect people to be like. And a lot of the labels and a lot of are just based on outdated stereotypes. And there's so much with medical technology that is helping people with disabilities, you know, to fix issues that were fatal earlier or to be able to, again, with therapies or uh, inclusion in different situations. The world is definitely changing for people with disabilities, but there are still outdated stereotypes. And we're trying to work to change that just at least a little bit in our little corner. And we're excited for what you guys are doing because I, I think if there's enough of us working for change, then that perception can all be modified. Exactly, that's exactly what we believe. And uh, I'm very happy that you're also working for this cause because um, we also say that you know you have to look at the person and not just the disability because every person is so much more um, and we're working to change that so uh, thank you for saying that. Something that we've also discovered and so many times people don't look beyond the disability you know they, they see the disability and that for them defines the person but what we have found is where somebody might have a, an issue in one certain area, a lot of times then they have extra special strengths in different areas. And so where society can look and say that, you know, oh, they've got this. So, you know, they 
they're less of a person. But we're finding out is they're more of a beautiful person. They have a different senses and strengths that are just way better. Exactly. There's no way we can say that somebody is less of a person because they look different or they they have different characteristics. That's just wrong. And I'm very happy that we work to tackle that stereotype. So Houston, you are very active on social media. Uh, I follow you on TikTok, but tell us which other platforms can our listeners find you on? Well, I got my sister and me. Um, we got um, Easter Sunday. And tell me, it says we got six videos. Let's start. So. <laughs> yeah, on, on Easter Sunday, Houston and his sister made a video, and um, it was just the second TikTok ever that we had posted. And uh, we were sitting around at Easter dinner, and someone looked at their phone and said, "Oh my goodness, Houston's video is getting a lot of attention." And so by the time we went to bed, I think there were already over a million views. Wow. Now there's very close to 10 million views. And it's really cool because there were no words with it. It was just video with uh, English subtitles on it. And we've seen that video being spread around with different languages on the video. And so it's really become a universal a thing. I, I guess if you, you have to go look at it, but it's turned out to be really fun. I did look at it. I did watch this video and uh, I'm very happy that this video went viral. These sort of videos are so important. Yes. Yes. How did this response make you feel, Houston? Did you expect it, first of all? It's happy. Makes you happy? Yeah. Yeah, no, we didn't expect it at all. You know, we've, we've been slowly uh, posting Houston's story on Instagram for the last few years. And uh, we've had a pretty loyal following base there, but not anything like what's happened with the TikTok. I'm very happy that you found a platform there because I know that a lot of young people are on TikTok. So it's so important that we get this sort of message out there and they learn about these things. Because I don't think we talk about disability in school enough. We can always talk about it more. Well, thank you. It, it's kind of interesting. Houston's Instagram actually got hacked and stolen on Monday. So for 48 hours, a hacker had uh, Houston's Instagram. We got we got it back, which is a miracle. But it was so interesting to see the people that have reached out, literally from different countries, and to try to help. You know, to try to report it, to try to interact with the hacker. And so it turned out that somebody bought it for money. They they had uh, you know, scrubbed the information and then sold the account. And a friend of mine sent a message to the person and said, you know, you've taken this account from a, a special guy. You know, you should be ashamed of yourself. And they messaged back and they said that we had no idea. We just bought it. And um, they they gave it back last night. Wow. I mean, that's fantastic. It is fantastic. And they said, you know, tell my brother that I love him. <laughs> and so it was just really cool that even yeah. somebody who's buying underground <laughs> Instagrams was touched by Houston. But also, how does that work? Do they just buy accounts that have a lot of followers? It's it's a it's a huge scam, and Instagram doesn't do anything about it. They take your account, uh, delete all the information, but you still have all the followers, and then they sell that account. But did they delete anything? Uh, yeah, they deleted all the pictures. Oh, I'm sorry. Quite a few of the people he was following, you know, to to clean it up, but. Um, Again, I think that the even the the person that bought a illegal Instagram account was still touched by Houston's story. Well, you mean us need to do that? Uh, in in the process, we we've been so humbled 
by the people that have reached out. And I, I think that there are so many people that love Houston, uh, people that we know and people that we don't know. And I think that the hacker underestimated the uh, close-knit community that can be on social media, especially around the world of disabilities, because that's where so many people uh, make friends and acquaintances with people that are in like situations. And it, it's, it's, we found out it can be very dangerous, but otherwise it's a very beautiful way to get in touch with people that are sharing your same journey or that you can encourage and inspire. Um, we've met a lot of people online that um, have new babies with Down syndrome. And so we're able to really encourage them. Uh, we're friends with a mom who's expecting a baby with Down syndrome. And so it's been really cool for Houston to get to talk to her. I'm very happy that you said that because definitely it, it's true that Instagram and social media in general can help people build a network and be less afraid because uh, you might not know somebody with Down syndrome personally in your real life, but online you can you can find people now and social media allows us to do that. This is a great thing. You have a community that supported you and that is so important and so is the uh, support of family. I see that you're very supportive of Houston. I'm sure your entire family is. Um, Houston, how important has the support of your family been in achieving your goals? Well, I got my sisters, my best buddy, and mom and grandma. They added me in once. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Houston has two sisters, and his best buddy is his dad. Yeah. And um, his grandma is very close. And... Houston has really pulled us all together, and um, I remember together this team. We're a team, yeah, that's team. right. Team Houston. <laughs> yeah, team Houston. Everybody, we're all sisters, everybody. Yep. That's lovely. I'm very happy to hear that you have a supportive system around you. We also talk about how important it is to have a supportive family. Families can really make a difference in uh, the lives of people with any sort of disability, intellectual or physical. Yeah, very good, yes. I, I think when, when it comes to families, a lot of times with an initial diagnosis, there's kind of a, a grief period, I guess. But then once you get through that part of it, which again is based on outdated stereotypes, then you can really see the beauty in that. And it's been fun to get to know families of people with disabilities, particularly Down syndrome is kind of our area of specialty, but it just brings an extra layer of love in a family and a, a layer of understanding and a layer of compassion. That uh, Houston's best friend is named Alex. And Alex's mom said that she, she feels sorry for anybody that doesn't have a family member with Down syndrome in their family. <laughs> it brings perspective to what actually matters and what matters is family and the bond between family members. You guys also launched a shop very recently where you saw print of your photography. Uh, how is this going? Yeah, it's going great. I looked at it the other day. Well, I looked at it a few times, actually, because I really liked the photography on there. And I also like that you have these uh, different um, accessories that people can buy, like this bag and the pillowcase was really cute. Uh, so uh, I'm very happy that you did that because it's a great way for people to see your photography, purchase it. It deserves to be in um, displayed just in people's homes everywhere that people would like to have it because it's beautiful. So I wish you the best with this. 
Thank you. Um, we mentioned earlier that, you know, we've, we've traveled quite a bit and Houston's taken a lot of pictures, but until the uh, COVID-19, we really had not taken much time to be able to spend with his pictures. And so as we were uh, confined <laughs> and not going anywhere, we were able to go through and look and it's like, wow, this is really good. <laughs> this one's really good. And so we've had a lot of people that have helped us to make that print shop happen. You can tell it's it's a labor of love for sure. Now, Houston, in your most viewed TikTok video that we did mention a little bit earlier, you talk about how people told your family that you won't be able to achieve much because you have Down syndrome. Now, we know that that's not true. That's not what happened because you achieved more than most people your age have. Actually, you've achieved more than people much older than you have achieved. So I want to know, what is your message for young people who have a disability and are told the same thing, that they will never be successful? No, you. She asked you. No, no you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This is my bad idea. It's kind of been interesting this past year because until then, we've not really even mentioned that Down syndrome is a disability. And so it's, it's kind of funny when people ask Houston about a disability, we don't consider that one. And so I guess society, it's easy for them to look on a person and, and see something and go, oh, you know, I do feel so sorry for you. But what they don't understand is that might be an area of strength for that person. And that might actually be a, a, a real gift. And so the sympathy is, is placed in the wrong place. I couldn't agree more. Um, throughout this uh, series that we're doing now with the podcast, I've already spoken with some people with different uh, disabilities. A few days ago, I spoke with a girl who is uh, in a wheelchair and uh, she was told actually in school that she is not going to achieve anything and nobody wants to work with somebody who has a disability. And now she's very successful. So I just want to to say that I think it's so common that people with any sort of disability, they hear a lot of the time that they're not good enough or they're not gonna achieve something. And I see so many people in the few months that I've worked at Inclusion Europe, I've seen so many people prove them wrong time and time again. And Houston is such a good example. So I'm very, very happy to see that. I, I think that the fact that a teacher would tell anybody that is ridiculous. Uh, you know, if that's not for them to make that call and that's not for them to be the judge. And if they're not careful, people can internalize that and can internalize the bad things that people say. But I think on the other hand, in, in any case, if you know someone with a disability, it should be your responsibility to pour good into them, to pour hope and to pour possibility into them to try to negate all the ugly stuff that even a teacher would say to a student. That's awful. I agree with you. Anyone's job really in society should be to encourage people, and especially people who have a disability because society stereotypes them a lot. We should really do our best to make society a better place for everyone and make it inclusive. That's what we work for. That's what society should work for in general. And everybody benefits. It's not like there's a price to be paid. It's like everybody wins when everybody is included. Exactly. Everybody wins. And we've said that time and time again uh, because we have a campaign going on right now about employment. 
of people with disabilities. And uh, we always say that if you accommodate any sort of um, professional scenario to people with disabilities, you can gain so much as an employer. And Houston works at a, a local thrift store. His coworkers say that the job is so much better on the days that he's there. Do you like working there, Houston? Yes, yes, a long time. Yes. What do you do there? Uh, Houston, mm-hmm. where they, they, um, it's secondhand items. And so he helps people take the items to their cars. He sets up the displays. Um, he photographs some of the, the items for on, on the internet. And um, I think he works really hard. He comes home tired. I love thrift stores. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you're happy with it. And you have your photography too, which is, again, I love it. <laughs> and I really think that you're going to do great things. This is only the beginning for you. I believe that. Yeah, very good. Uh, I can see that you guys have a really nice bond. Uh, that's wonderful to see. He's probably my best friend. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's why, why are we together? Except who's who's your real best friend? Ah, I'm lost. His dad is probably his real best friend. No, stop it. It's my best buddy. Yeah, his dad is called his best buddy. Yeah, I got him. I got him. That's so sweet. Do you have anything else to add, actually, for our audience? Um, I guess uh, what I would like to say is that we are so grateful for what you're doing. It's um, There's so many little pockets of people trying to make a change that I hope that we can make an impact all around the world because the view of disability is similar in different places and I think a lot of it is just lack of education and so the more that we can get out there and the more that we can share and the more that we can encourage and help and um, I just think again everybody wins I couldn't agree more well thank you so much again for joining us all the way from Tennessee I hope you have a lovely day thank you we hope it's nice for you too Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode of Inclusion Europe Radio. You can follow Houston on Instagram and TikTok. The handle is Downs and Towns for both of those platforms. And you can check out his website, downsandtowns.com, where you can find incredible prints of his photography. Finally, make sure you follow Inclusion Europe Radio so you don't miss any of our future episodes. Ambitions. Right. Belonging.